1: Oh, I've got a parade of techniques. I bet you do. It's a little dialogue. I love when I can offer a parade of techniques. It's a little dialogue. And this comes from a superstar, a rock star, uh, such a sharp, sharp, sharp agent. You're going to love it. So he's on an appointment, and they are, I guess, sort of a fisbo. They're saying to him, Look, um, we really just had you come over here to tell us a price because we actually have a buyer Ooh, who's willing to buy the house.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, that's exactly Congratulations. what he
0: said. Yeah. Who's doing your closing work?
1: Yeah. So here's what he said. Man, get your pen ready and write this down. And if you're driving, stop the car. Okay, <laughs> don't do it while you're driving. He said, I can't think of one property in this area in your price range that didn't have multiple offers over the last six months. So what if I could show you a way to pay the commission and walk away with more money than if you didn't pay the commission and just sold it yourself. Would you at least be willing to entertain the idea? And he sat down and did a listing presentation and they listed the house. (laughs) Now It went on the market two days ago,
0: Uh
1: and in those two days, um, it it was like a coming soon or something, so it hits the market on the weekend, but at any rate, 25 showings booked for the weekend, and what do you think will happen at the end of that story?
0: Multiple offers.
1: Isn't that neat? Yes. I, I just love that. I can't think of one property in your area in your price range that didn't have multiple offers in the last six months.
0: That's such a fantastic dialogue. Guess what? What? It won't do you any good. Oh. If you don't get in front of a for sale by owner. Yes, you do need
1: to go on
0: appointments right. for that to work. Oh! Get in the door. Should
1: I have chosen another technique? No,
0: no. It's wonderful. <laughs> but it, it all hinges on... Stop the car, get out, go to the door, ring the bell, smile, pay him a compliment, you know, get in that door. Get in the appointment. And have conversations with for sale by owners. Well, I have a parade of techniques. Oh, I'm so surprised. That a a small investment now pays off later. Do you remember the 10 commitments from Business Breakthrough?
1: The 10 commandments?
0: No, commitments. Oh, okay. What was number 10? Uh, I don't know. World class service. So I got a referral. This is one of my coaching guys talking. All right. I got a referral this past week from somebody and it's a, one of the biggest listing prices I'm going to have this year. And I kind of asked them why are you referring me? Because it came out of the blue and they said, because when our house was on the market the first time, it was vacant. And the lawn was a foot high and it needed mowing. And you know what you did? You came over and had it mowed. Now you didn't do it yourself, because he has a a Team. group of partners.
1: Well, of course, you're not gonna mow the lawn. I mean, unless it brings you personal satisfaction. Go list a house.
0: So he said, you know, normally it's fifty bucks, but this was a foot high. Oh, so, oh it cost him a hundred bucks to have their lawn mowed professionally. And now he gets a referral from that because they remembered world-class service. You know who doesn't do that? (laughs) Zillow won't go out and mow your lawn, but you guys do. And that's why you get repeat and referral-based business. It's pretty sweet. Yeah.
1: All right. Time for an Ask the Experts question. Okay. So here's the question. I was at Business Breakthrough. My number one goal is to apply all the stuff that I learned. The challenge I'm having is I have page after page after page after page of great ideas. I have a whole lot of things I want to do. What do you do to implement all of the things that you've learned?
0: Mm. Education without application.
1: Is worse than worthless. Yeah. Thank you, Dad. So pretty much he heard again and again the same message which is review your notes, mm-hmm. select the highest priority, choose a smaller number. Now, depending on who gave advice, some people said choose two, some people said choose three, some people said choose five. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Decide what the first one is. Um, and find a partner. 590-10 Set a date. Set a... I will have this done by date. Set an alarm on your phone to accomplish milestones along the way. Set an alarm on your phone to review your notes and remind yourself, wait, there's more things I was going to implement because sometimes we forget. You bet. Don't put your book away. Leave it on your desk. So lots of good ideas for implementing what you learn.
0: You know the noise we never want to hear? Sh poop. That's that's your notebook hitting the inside of the trunk as you go around a corner because you've never taken it out of the trunk. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need that. That's great, great advice. Yeah.
1: I bet you have and asked the experts oh, for us.
0: Did I ever? Oh. This week I had I'm I'm speaking in their voice. I Again. Had Yeah. But
1: a different person.
0: I had four (laughs) deals fall through this week. Oh, no. Now, there's good news. I'm the listing agent, so.
1: you still got the listing. I
0: still have the listing. All four? Yeah. Oh,
1: man. Four in one
0: week. Boy, how do you bounce back from this? But what were they due to? And that was the question. They were all due to buyer's remorse. Buyers backing out. You know, have we have we said so much alarming news about this inventory shortage that buyers are getting skittish?
1: Or they feel pressure to buy the first thing that comes along and then they have second thoughts? Yeah, Is that the what you mean? Fear of
0: overpaying, uh-huh. All that kind of stuff. So what's the advice? How do I deal with four falters? Now two of them I'm happy they fell through because I want better buyers for my sellers, okay, but two of them hurt. So here we go. What's the buyer's story? You know, before you advise your seller to accept an offer, investigate the buyer. Investigate the buyer's agent, you know, and vet that agent. What's their history with the buyer? Have they made offers on other properties? Have they made offers this year? Yeah. How about that? Google them. <laughs> Look that, him
1: up in the MLS. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's that wonderful um, app called Forewarn. Yeah. Hmm. And do an autopsy on all four deals. And ask yourself, what was the first red flag that mm. popped up on each of them? Because... When you know the red flags and you know them in advance, at the first sight of one, you can take corrective action more often than not. And then of course, get backup contracts and let everybody know you're getting backup contracts because that that gives you a little bit of um, leeway. Remember the old adage, time kills deals. The longer stuff goes, you know, a mortgage commitment should not take longer than an appraisal should not take longer than if things go too long. Time is what kills deals. Hey, on that, there's quite a number of regional differences in what's normal, right?
1: So, just because you have a regional normal doesn't mean you have to live with that. That's part of what being in in the Wickman family teaches you is, wow, you have five days? We have like 16. Well, maybe you should move to five, (laughs) you know, just because everyone else is still doing 16 in your area.
0: In some areas, every transaction legally is as is. So make sure you, you include, if you can, that kind of language in your contract. And then Here's my favorite number one solution. Oh, I can't wait to, to hear. To prevent fall through. All right. Require non-refundable earnest money if the buyer backs out for any reason. Whoa. Yeah, and that you can do. It's called due diligence money, and I love that solution. It makes your deals more ironclad than ever before. And since buyers are willing to do almost whatever it takes, still, this might be the perfect climate to start instituting non-refundable earnest money.
1: Yeah, it it may very well be. I can see those saying, unless it's going to fall over with termite-eaten
0: foundation.
1: I mean, you know, if if repairs are over $10,000 per item or some crazy thing that makes sure that the house is...
0: Yeah. Subject to the remotest of possibilities, right, right? Right,
1: yeah, but you have to write that the right way.
0: So continue to serve your sellers by doing your due diligence about the buyer's and about the buyer's agent yeah. and their relationship and what's the difference between need and want. That will help inform your sellers about what's the best offers to choose. Remember those competitive offer guidelines and the com- the comparison worksheet for offers and if you've got multiples that's the way to use them
1: That's for sure. You know, that is what they're paying us for today. They certainly are not paying our commission for marketing because as you could as we just talked about, you know, there can be 25 offers on a weekend when something comes available. They are paying for our negotiating skill and prowess and advice. So don't ch- shortchange
0: them. And a final reminder, our new R-squared semester starts the first Friday in January. So if you know someone who needs to stay on track next year, who needs just enough accountability, plus all the things you get from being part of a team, meaning all the advice you get, all the techniques you get, all the support and encouragement, and having a board of directors, just direct them to us and we'll make sure we take really good care of them all next year.
1: Love it.